right, what up, football world? Welcome back. It is episode 22 of the Air It Out Fantasy Football League podcast, a part of the Air It Out Network. And welcome to our Super Bowl recap show, the very, very last game of the year, sadly. But we are your host. I'm Chantel. And I'm Joe. And you can find us on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Please like, follow, get notifications of new episodes, and keep track with us for the rest of the time that we're doing this and bringing it to you. So it is also important to rate and review this podcast. Please take the time to write us a very nice review. It helps us move up the podcasting charts, which we definitely want. There's also a support this podcast link in each show description. If you feel so inclined and you like what you hear, please click on that link and show the pod some love. Lastly, follow us at Air It Out Network on Instagram. How was the week? It was a great week. You know, bittersweet with the Super Bowl coming and going. That means the NFL is done for a little bit. But a great game. Instant classic to watch. I really enjoyed it. How was yours? Great. Same thing. Same thing. So sad that the uh, season is winding down. But like we said, they left us on a pretty, pretty high note. It was a great game. And the commercials, also awesome. What did you think? Uh, I had a few that I liked. I really liked the Tom Brady, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Duncan Donuts ad. Same. It's kind of funny how Boston adopted Tom Brady when he's from California. But, hey, <laughs> I guess you get six rings for that town and you're a son of Boston forever. Okay. It was fun to watch them do as, their thing. As you should be. Yeah. And then I don't know if you saw the Christopher Walken one, the BMW commercial. I missed that one. Everyone imitating him. Everyone has a Christopher Walken invitation. <laughs> okay. So that was I kind of fun. I love Christopher Walken. Me too. And then the third one I really liked was Arnold and Dan DeVito getting back together for the Like a Good Neighbor yes. State Farm commercial. That was pretty good. Also good. Yeah. So the one that you don't have on your list that I had was the Eminem Almost Championship Ooh. Ring of Comfort. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. I guess um, the pressure turns the peanut in the M&M into a real diamond <laughs> yeah. and the diamonds are then polished by would-be Super Bowl winners and Scarlett Johansson so that one included T.O. it was uh, Bruce Smith and Dan Marino was narrating hilarious um, brilliant yeah. commercial I loved it so good yes all right and halftime show really good I thought what'd you think I fell asleep on the half not <laughs> on no 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 that takes it back not on the halftime show literally as the second quarter and I was I was I don't know what happened maybe it's age but I was up waiting for it to come on I I had to have shut my eyes for two seconds I woke up in the third quarter was getting ready to start and a terrible family of mine let me sleep right no. through the entire thing but I did watch the replay of it better than Rihanna yes I liked it better than Rihanna better than we'll call it Death Row-ish Aftermath, so Dre, Snoop. Oh, that's a close one. Um, Eminem, 50 Cent, those guys. I think it was more entertaining just because the type of, of performer that Usher is, like it's high energy, not so I like, I think, yeah, I would rank it a little bit above that one. How about like the top, top ones? Like is it an MJ type one? Is it a Prince no, type one? No, I think below those, below right. Those and so and I, in fact, I even like, I guess I, I'm partial to that type of performance, but I really like the Bruno Mars and Beyonce uh, one as well. That one was really good. That one was really, really good. good. So it's 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 in there somewhere, I think. I think it was fun to see Ludacris come out, Little John come mm -hmm. out and do, you know, the famous club song from right. their time and stuff. Leash Keys look great. It was fun to see her yep. do her thing. yep, yep. yep. Many yep. people said their living rooms suddenly became nightclubs. When it, when it, uh, <laughs> a lot out, of so. us uh, people of that age group dancing and living back in our early 20s and stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. 
All right, so we talked about old Carl Weathers a bit a second yeah. ago. So he died February 1st, just before the Super Bowl here at age 76, so a nice mm-hmm. long life. Uh, he was an actor, director, and former NFL linebacker for one season with, yeah. the, with the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so many memorable roles. I just put some favorites here. My number one, of course, would be Apollo Creed. Yeah. Rocky 1, 2, 3, and 4. Um, the Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the original one. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, of course, loves Chubbs, the yeah. golf pro, and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> And at the very end of his career, he did uh, Houston Star Wars, The Mandalorian, which, yeah. which was a big comeback. Yeah, they said he got an Emmy nod for that, actually. He sure did. The yeah. Yeah, that was, and I thought it was good that they, the NFL and FanDuel, because that was the uh, commercial, actually, that honored him. So it was yeah. supposed to be, from what I saw, um, he was supposed to be kind of a mentor of sorts for Gronk trying to make the field, the field goal. goal. Yeah. And so there was Dude. supposed to be even a, another part to that uh commercial or that campaign but yeah. unfortunately of course he passed away so yeah. but it was a nice touching little you know tribute commercial kind of that they did for that yeah. that was cool yeah true sportsman the real world down in the in the hollywood world right world i also world. learned it's so funny most people kind of only get one crack at what it is you really want to do in life that yeah. makes you happy and it's great that he actually got to so he majored in theater at san diego state and then got to play football as well yeah so that's amazing and then went back i read a little more he went back got his master's in fine arts at san diego state again wow and then he was on uh, he was interviewed later on in life where he talked about he didn't want to be a big star. He just wanted to be a continuously working actor. And I think, Which is exactly you know, what he was. I think he achieved that. You yeah. know I mean? Rocky, the original one, was the 70s. So he worked basically from the 70s until to the time he passed. Yep. So pre- pretty impressive. Very. Yeah, and a fun, fun He character. will be missed. He will definitely be missed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a large character. All right. So, so it's official. Yeah. Football season has now come to an end. But this sport we love so much left us on a high note this season with an incredible Super Bowl. Without a doubt, it's one for the records, Super Bowl 58. So let's get into it. Okay, before we yep. get into that, at the end of the game, it's an instant classic. Do you think it's an instant classic? Absolutely. Yes. Yep. I, I think a lot, one of, for the record books. a lot of back and forth, a lot of swings. That game could have gone either way a whole bunch of times. Yes. So, so I think both teams played their hearts out. Now, I heard afterwards, of course, you know, we're in the Bay Area, um, that the Niners lost. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that they no, lost. No, I don't think you could have asked for anything more from either of them. I think they made one really bad mistake that wasn't really the guy's fault. Stuff just happens, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about that one a tiny bit later. Okay. But, but definitely classic. I think yeah. it is a classic game. I think it's as for good sure. as as good as any of the other ones I've seen I can remember in my life. So I, I, definitely up there. All right, so the recap. The yeah. Chiefs, of course, won 25-22 in overtime, and they made the big plays when they needed. So I wrote down a few. Okay. The, the month pump we just talked about mm-hmm. um, in the third quarter. The missed extra point. The missed extra point. Which yes. they run down, they score a touchdown, the passing touchdown from Purdy. Um, then they missed the extra point, which makes it so Kansas City can come down and kick a field goal tie the game right. and send overtime, rather than having to score so a touchdown. So do you give any credit? So, for example, we're, we're saying missed. It was really blocked. It was blocked. It was blocked. So, I mean, yeah. technically. It was a little low from where it was, he was, but yeah. it was blocked. I yeah. Mean, Kansas City, they had the edge there. Of the few things, they mm-hmm. had the edge in, I think, in quarterback play and special teams. Those yeah. are the two things they truly had an edge in, and, and they excelled in both. No, I mean, defense was incredible that game. Niners slightly better with both sides. The defenses were fantastic yeah. on both sides. And then a very, very rare CMC fumble early on. They were driving right. down the first the drive of the game. They're moving the ball very easily. Mm-hmm. They go 60, 65 yards or whatever is in CMC fumbles. His first fumble in something like 400 carries or something right. crazy like yeah. that. Um Fortunately, the Niners got a break. The, the Pacheco fumbles going the other way, but that's mm-hmm. they score a touchdown to open the game seven nothing. That changes the whole dynamic of the game a little bit. So that was a fairly large play. Right. Um, okay. So we'll get into the first half. In the first half, the Niners' defense was dominant. They took a ten three lead. 
Um, Bosa was chasing Mahomes for his life. Right. Um, even Chase Young got involved. The linebackers were playing well. So they get into their 10th. The Chiefs are having a really hard time moving the ball on any, anything. They right. can't pass. Mm-hmm. They can't, um, Kelsey gets angry. You know, he goes and does, his, he does his little thing with Andy Reid, gets over there. And yeah, says, I think that was later, though, right? Yeah. Was that, the, that was, I think, in the later in the game. But I think so. A lot of people were saying how the. Chiefs looked a little rattled in the first half, which I don't agree with at all. No, no, no. I don't no, no. agree with it at all. No. I think it's just kind of their style mm-hmm. of play. You know what I mean? There's yeah. like this up temponess to it, this energy that Mahomes brings. And then I understand the frustration of, you know, falling behind. And believe me, and I had in my notes here too that 10 nothing, that's that's nothing for these two no, no, these no, no, two no. teams. Nobody ran away with you no. know with the game at all. No. But um, yeah, I think it was it was a really really good game. I think it was also a testament to the idea that some it, that many people hold that in order for it to be exciting, it's got to be this super high scoring offensive shootout, and that's not at all what this was. And I was on my the edge of my seat the entire time. I could. It's like you could feel the intensity and the tension every single play. Every yeah. down was like, what is, what's going to happen? So, yeah, it was, this was incredible. It is the modern-day NFL to see points, points, points. We want to see the big right. plays. We want to see those explosive plays, you know, those big hitters for 50, 60, 70 yards. This was definitely not that. No. This this was sacks. This was timely, you know, timely third-down stops, fourth-down stops, field goals, special teams work, all that stuff. You know, every, right. if, every phase. If you truly like the game, this is a good game to watch, especially if you like defense. Yeah. Um, they both played extremely well. They really did. They did. Uh, I think a play of the game was a defensive play of the game. So it's overtime. We're jumping forward a little bit now. Okay. And Chris Jones was unblocked to go after Brock Purdy. I saw that. And he got home. Yeah. Ra- rather than, you know, having time to get back there and set up and, you know, maybe get a pass to somebody open for a touchdown to take mm-hmm. that that touchdown lead to start overtime. You know, Chris Jones is right in his face. He kind of has to throw it away a little bit. And then they're taking yep. a field goal. And that's, really, yeah. yeah. So um, and then, of course, the Chiefs go down the field and score. So, I mean, that, that was a huge play. Um, we'll talk about Brock Purdy a tiny bit. Okay. I thought he played extremely well. Anybody who said he didn't is mistaken. He played for the pressure he was under and the circumstances he was in. He played extremely well for for Brock Purdy. So I think he played well. I think he played. He seemed to be very poised. Very. He didn't seem to be nervous. He didn't seem to be playing like a newcomer to the league. Yeah. What I will say though is initially I don't think the Chiefs are getting quite as much pressure on him at all. So there were a few times watching, I was like, damn, he's got all day back there to throw the ball. Yeah. Like, so he, it, from a very clean pocket, several, several times. So, um, and that's a testament to that 49ers line. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. He played a very good game too. Uh, the Trent Williams. Trent Williams had a huge Crazy, game. crazy game. So Feliciano, another one of stars got hurt part of the way through the game. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, the, he was critical of his replacement who said he missed quite a few times, including okay. that Chris Jones when I was talking yeah. about. Okay. So it's, it's tough. That's a big yeah. stage to step I on. I mean, but even then, though, that's all the way in overtime. Yeah. That's later. Throughout yeah. early in that game, though, there were several yeah. times he was Brock. He he They did their job. And then when he had when he did have to uh, scramble, I think he made really good decisions, stayed you know, cool, calm, collected, and and made a way to make some really good some good plays. So he, he had a he had a good game. Hundred yeah. percent. All credit to the Chiefs secondary too. I think they played extremely well. Legarius Sneed played extremely well. <laughs> oh McDuffie played McDuffie extremely. McDuffie was a beast. Yeah. In this game. So I mean, they tried to get the ball down the field to to Debo. 
Um, and they really took Debo out of the game almost completely. McDuffie shut Debo down for three catches, 33 yeah. yards, and that was on 11 targets. Yeah. They, they went deep to him twice. It was nothing. It was nothed down. Zero TD. Ayuk was open a little bit, and then Kittle just kind yeah. of disappeared too. You know, yeah. they just come out of the game a little bit. The linebacker corner, we got Gay and those guys. With Purdy, I wanted to kind of mention. You know what his play reminded me of? I put it in my notes. Like, it's almost like a um, you don't know what you don't. No, yet you yeah. don't even you know when you're yeah. kind of new, and so that's kind of almost like a toddler mentality. Like they they toddlers live on the edge because they don't realize like you could die. Yeah. You could when you <laughs> yeah. run into the street or when you play close to the edge of the mountain, you could fall over and die. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's I think that he, his mindset it's like all a win win for him. Like yeah. all I was Mister Irrelevant. I'm here with one of the best with the best team in the league. Yeah. I'm playing in the Super Bowl. What do what do I have? To, to lose and so that's kind of I think one of those things that make him, makes him appear so like cool calm collected it's all a win-win I think he is very cool calm collected in the yeah. last show we talked about and I read a little more afterwards um, not his contract he's got one more year then so he signed a four year rookie contract so okay. he's got one more year before he can start renegotiating and stuff those are the rules mm-hmm. so he'll play for the Niners again next year he'll be there There's, I think I just read today that Ayuk is a free agent so if he goes yeah. but he wants they to have stay to deal he with wants that. to stay of course um, and if they gave Debo that big contract the previous year so he'll be around if they can keep that team together I don't see a team better in the right. NFC and the coordinator so how much do yeah, you, do you think it's gonna move around there? Yeah, that could certainly happen too. Yeah, yeah, especially the defensive coordinator. He called a great game. He called a great game. Yeah, that, I don't know. Our dear listeners, that game could have gone either way. I know you and I both picked the Chiefs, and then, oh yeah, yeah, we were right. That game could have easily gone either way, <laughs> easily. Right. So for sure, yeah. I know. I took note that Brock Purdy didn't walk out as a captain. What do you make of that? I uh, think that's accurate. Those guys have been there yeah. before. And so I had this interesting. Um, debate slash conversation, if you will, with one of our uh, good buddies that we work with here. Jordan and I were kind of going back and forth on that. And I'm not totally, like you said, those guys have been there. There are so many veterans and so many dominant personalities in that locker room that I'm not entirely sure for um, Brock, Brock Purdy's position that he's like, got a chokehold on it yet in terms of leadership no, in the locker room there. No, right. I, no. I think you're talking Fred Warner, you're talking Trent Williams. Exactly. Guys, Bosa's George in Kittles, there, Bosa. all those guys. Yeah, there's no. So yeah. I think that they support him. I think that they uh, do. But I think he has to kind of grow to that level of respect amongst those men in that way. And I think you will. You yeah, know, you, for sure. You, oh, yeah. You need to lead from the yeah. front. And I think you'll. Speaking about Nick Bosa, that's the best game I think he had all year. Yeah. I, I really do. Hmm. You know? For being the, the huge contract he got in the offseason, the people who are talking about it, you deserve all that money. And you get that big money, you start taking yeah. a couple of plays off. I thought he played 100 all motor. He was chasing Patrick Mahomes around for most of the game. So, um, but back to Purdy, mm-hmm. he will get a big contract eventually. He will be a Niner again next year, and they will be a so. contender and they'll have an opportunity to be in the playoffs again. So, I, I think that they will. I think it'll be harder for him next year, though. I'm not just because um, it, I think it just tends to kind of go that way when yeah. you see. Other coordinators are planning and scheming for you, and you when you're new on the scene, of course you're the new kid on the block. Nobody kind of knows you that well yet, yeah. and I think uh, I think it'll be a little bit tougher for him next year, though. For the Niners this year, if it wasn't for Christian McCaffrey, they wouldn't have gotten. Yeah, they Christian were. McCaffrey was incredible. He carried. I watched him. You know, it's seven years now where he's been in the league. This was by far his best year. 
Yeah, but by, by, by far, which he, is crazy he, considering he, he the car- lifespan. Carried the offense. Yes, he kind of almost carried the offense in that game yeah. too. I mean, the touchdown was his. He got that, you know, yep. that trick play, and then the good runs he had. And he's just if, if it's so hard to repeat as a running back those kind of years over and over and over again. Yeah. But but he has the skill set. He it. has the skill set to do it. So um, that'll be curious to see. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty. We'll talk about Mahomes and Kelsey for a second. The other yeah. side of the ball, Mahomes Super Bowl MVP. Deserve it or not deserve it? Deserved for sure. Um, I think that I like the fire that we have seen from Mahomes. And I said before, I think last week, that I this is the most fiery I've seen him in his career. Yeah. And that didn't stop in this game. He was giving it to Rashi Price oh, yeah. on the sideline. Oh, yeah. And I was like, God, what is what? I don't know. Do you know what that was about? Mm-hmm. What he was upset about was it like a missed the wrong route i don't know what it was but he was very very angry and so the same thing with uh kelsey i think though with mahomes seeing him grow into that like i don't know i don't want to say grow into like the anger of it (laughs) all but when you see some when you finally see like the cracks in the veneer and him upset that way i think it solidifies like that this is my team the you know what I mean? Like, like this is my the, all of the Steve greats were Young like would that. Fire up like that. Uh, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady for sure. Up. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Peyton Manning in his own way, they'd all fire up like that. Right. Philip Rivers, even though he didn't curse, he stayed fiddlesticks or something right. like that and get mad. <laughs> so Drew Brees, yep. they all had a mm-hmm. fiery streak to them for sure. So, so and Kelsey too. I was so, I was shocked with the Andy Reid. That was that seemed a little out of character. that was a little excessive, too. right? But, <laughs> but and I think and, and so Andy Reid talked about it a little later. He said it just kind of he caught him off balance yeah. and was, was even know, looking at him. Was, he was looking the other way when he right. came over to him. Yeah, so. right. And I, I you, he probably didn't expect that either way. Like even if he no. had been standing rocks out, that sort of. So here's the Mahomes numbers for the game, 34 for 46, yeah. 333 yards passing, two TDs, one INT. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, nine catches for 93 yards, which was yeah. a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and when it counted, I think Travis Kelsey got them down. That 30 or 40-yard mm-hmm. catch was near the end. Yeah, that was, yep, that was a huge end. play. Yeah. He made a couple of huge plays in the game. So a couple of these were for short, but he came alive in the second half and in the overtime mm-hmm. when, it, when it mattered the most. Uh, which you can never count them out in doing. The Chiefs. Pat Mahomes, you just can't do it. Well, you and so, I have talked about the heart of a champion. Right. And that's what they have. Yeah. And then the I was really impressed with the um defensive side of the ball and offensive calling a meeting after when they got when the Niners got to 10 and 0 yeah. late in the first half. They were like, no, bring it in. I saw Chris Jones do it, and actually the offense did it right there on the field. Like we're and whatever it is that they said, I can only imagine, like, okay, don't get in your heads. We're not giving this game away. It's yep. 10. Don't get – we're going to go out there and take care of business. So I think that um, speaks volumes just in how things are done there, just how the friend, how it's run, how the locker room runs. Yep. So – and everybody's held accountable. Everybody's got to do a job. They're not letting things get too far away from them before addressing it. Yep. And they were able to kind of right the ship relatively, you know, quickly. So We talked about in the preview show – Andy Reid is a better coach than Kyle Shannon is. It just is. And Steve Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator, he's been a head coach in the league before. He's a fantastic – he came out and said, you know, no offense to Brock Purdy, but Brock Purdy has to beat us. That's the only way we're losing. Wow. So yeah. – and, and he didn't. You know, he, he did okay. But he did – I mean – He didn't lose the game. No. But he didn't come out and beat them. So. No. So I think that um, – I, I, I think this was a largely defensive game. 
More, more so than anything. Than anything. And special all. teams. Special teams made a huge okay, difference for in the sure. outcome. Yeah. So, but you can put and them together. And then, just to go back to Andy Reid for a bit, Andy Reid like is a genius. Yeah. That last play, they were like, he was holding on to that all game. Yeah. All the entire game. That last uh, touchdown pass to Harmon where he uh, goes halfway inbound, and cuts back. back yeah. And, and he's wide open. And wide open. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? And then the other, I think we talked a little, well, I guess we'll get down to like game plays we thought were instrumental in the game. But that other one, uh, offensively, Pat Mahomes break, he ran, he ran for 66 yards. He was the leading passer and rusher. And he had that one good 30, 35 yards. And he had that scramble. And I think what happened there is you forget that. So he's throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball there occasionally. They weren't doing very much with the run. And I think you you forget who he is sometimes, that he will break one on you. Well, Tony Romo talked about it quite a bit during the show. He said, during the game, he said, that they stopped him doing that because they don't want to get hurt. You know, they're scared to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened in his career once already. So they, right. they tried oh, to yeah, the ankle. Uh-huh. They tried to take that away from him a little bit, but when it's needed, it's there. I mean, he's not Lamar right. Jackson. He's not going to scramble for 80 yards. Yeah. But he can move. I mean, he's a fleet footed guy. He's athletic. And, right. Yeah. No, but um, that's what I'm saying. As they settled into the game and they you weren't seeing that as much from them, the yeah. 49, you forget on the on the defensive side of the ball that he's capable yeah. of that yeah. still. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and I, I, but you know it got right back to him. They, eventually, you saw them around wrapped around both of his ankles whenever he tried to I think to, to break out of there. What happened to part of the Niners? Who no excuse here, it's just one part of many. But losing Dre Greenlaw to that yeah. freak oh, injury, that was crazy. The Achilles right? injury, jumping around the running on the field. He, that he's an instrumental part of that linebacking core. We made and look at throughout the rest of the playoffs how many plays he made. You know the two picks against Detroit, all the stuff he did against Green Bay. Yeah. So to lose somebody of that caliber in such a str- Change way, mm-hmm. I think that that kind of hurt. Not that that changed the outcome of the game, probably not. But it's still yeah. a, big, a big part of your team to lose like that. Yeah, that yeah. I know, I know. So, but I mean, freak things happen. Yeah. So, okay, on uh, to so this was the second overtime Super Bowl in the history of the game. Do you remember what the other one was? Yeah, the Tom Brady comeback against the Falcons. Do you know who the offensive coordinator of the Falcons was? I do know who the offensive <laughs> coordinator, and that's isn't that crazy? So. Uh, that was Kyle Shanahan mm-hmm. at that time, yep. and oh man, I don't is he know. Cursed? This is three times I, I he had mean, big leads against the Chiefs and lost all three of them. It's now zero three against the Chiefs. He might just be in his own head. I don't want to say cursed, but it's. I mean, it's the Chiefs. There, you, you're going to have to bring every bit of your A game all the time if yeah. you want to win. So the last few games, uh, the missed, well, we'll call it a block, the extra point yeah. against the, the Falcons, that huge comeback. I mean, they were down yep. 20, 24, so quite a bit. They, it was a they lot. were down, yeah, like it was, what, 28-3, something, something stupid like, that. like yeah. that, yeah. And then they all, all them in the second half. And then the last game where the Chiefs needed the Super Bowl, last time these two played, but previous to this one, they needed a third and 15 or something, which they converted like that or something like that to keep oh, a drive on and they scored. So. Uh, I don't know, pretty rough. He's gonna he's gonna be sleeping on this for quite a while now. Yeah. Um, yikes. <laughs> yeah. So in the history books, in more ways than one, then like this, yeah. the overtime and with the overtime that was crazy with the Niners not knowing the rules. No, nobody knew. They're all of a sudden. I mean, Tony Romo knew. He was talking. Right. He was talking. Mm-hmm. I I I personally did not know that it's played like quarters. So if that game, that, the, I didn't know that either. If the, so, the Chiefs are driving. The clock's about to run. I'm like, does this game is this end? A, yeah. If they, if they don't right. score, is this over? And then was Rumble, that another new component? Must, though, must, or was it always must, must be? Because used okay. to be ran at a time. It was a time. So this must be a new thing. So now I think we got to clear. Let's see if we're together on this. So they both get a chance. If the offense, so no matter what happens, so say the Niners right, they both get a possession. They both get a possession. Doesn't matter right. what happens there. 
after that, if it's still tied, you just keep going into another quarter, another quarter, another right. quarter. Right. Well, because you can't scores, have a tie. It's the last tie, game. Right. right. So, so unless I think and that first touchdown no longer wins unless it's a defensive Unless one. defensive touchdown. Right. right. So, so And the ref, I thought, was pretty clear yeah. on that. But I don't know that it would have mattered in this case anyway. All right. So what was the play of game for you? What made the biggest difference impact on the Super Bowl? All right. So for play of the game, I'm going to take a page out of your book and take two. Okay. So the first one is going to come from the Chiefs, Pat Mahomes. He ran for 66 yards in the game. He was the leading rusher and passer in this game. So, But um, there was a point in the second half, I think, I want uh, I want to maybe say third quarter, where he ran for 23. I think big he broke scramble. Yeah. big scramble for 23 yards. Sure that did. was definitely the play of the game. I think they were maybe, um, like I said before, kind of lulled into a place of comfort with him not doing much running yeah. at first. And you kind of forget who he is. He's been throwing, throwing, throwing. And before you know it, when you least expect it, he breaks one on you. So yeah. that was one for me. The other one, which I think was the most important, came from cornerback Trent McDuffie. So Trent McDuffie played a heck of a game. All pro. And yeah. his uh, regular season stats are also incredible. So he's amongst the leaders of cornerbacks who actually get a lot of um, pass rushing snaps. Yeah. And what that translated into for him on the season was like 16 uh, quarterback pressures and then like three or four sacks or something like that for a corner. Yeah. Um, he did really well, but... Uh, in the Super Bowl, he blitzed late in the game third on the third down with the Niners on the Chiefs' 35-yard line and yeah. what was going to be or could have easily been uh, the end of the Super Bowl in favor of the Niners. He got home and he forced the field goal. Yeah. So because if they convert on that third and whatever it was, maybe eight or something like that. If they had converted on that and got a fresh set of downs, they would have milked that clock, kicked a field goal, and and that would have been it. And so I think he definitely saved the game on uh, that that play. So, yep. For me, the play of the game was when Ray Ray McLeod tried to recover the catastrophic fumble that inadvertently hit uh, Daryl Luter's foot in the third quarter. Yeah. I so they're up 10 to 3 at the time. The, the poor Luter, he had no idea. You know, the ball hit him right in the back of the leg. He had no idea it was there. And then Ray Ray tried to do his best to get on top with the Chiefs, then got the ball at the Niners' 16 yard line. They had yep. It was 10 to 3. They hadn't scored a touchdown. They were in trouble moving the ball. One play later, Mahomes passes to the wide open. Marquez Valdez scambling for a touchdown. Next thing you know, it's 13-10. I'm sorry. So it was 10-6 at the time. Okay. So and that's and then after that they're chasing. So it's just it changed everything. Yeah. So it's it's like completing an 80-yard pass or something like that. All right. So on to the Super Bowl MVP for you. Uh I think they got it right. Mahomes. Mahomes was for sure the yeah. Super Bowl MVP. If the Niners had won the Super Bowl, it would have been McCaffrey for sure to me. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, I think they got it right. He is deserving. He's is Is that two, on, or, two or three now? I think that's two. That's two MVPs yeah. for him, and he's chasing that uh, Brady legacy for sure. I think they, they got all the makings to do it. So, Do they win the Super Bowl again next year? Do I have them winning the Super Bowl next year? So I think we'll get into it later. What we think some early, early, early predictions might be for the season, but I did end up with the Chiefs. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yep. All right. Cool. 
Well, since we're talking awards, trophies, and such, the very best of the NFL came together for the most prestigious night in sports, and the NFL Honors Awards show where the league's brightest stars are recognized. Uh, They announced a bunch of um, prestigious awards for all the players. What do you think? uh, What did they get right? What did they get wrong? Uh, First up, let's say the league's highest honor MVP was Lamar Jackson this year. What do you think? Agreed. Agreed to. I think they absolutely got it right. We covered this quite a few times over yep. the year. Um, without Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are not the Ravens. And they were the number one seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. And all credit to the Chiefs. I mean, we're talking about them beating the Niners. They beat, en route, a good Miami team who was kind of limped into the playoffs, but still it's Miami right. with that powerful offense they had. The team that put up 70 or whatever it was on Denver earlier in the year, right? And then they go into Buffalo and they take care of Josh Allen, no small feat, you know, that right. time of year. They go into Baltimore, take care of the Ravens. And then what was mostly a Niner fan base, they go into Las Vegas and win the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's a pretty tough road. Right. So all, all credit to them. And on the way, they did bottle up and slow down a one Mr. Lamar Jackson, who was by far the most important part of his team. And if you yeah. look around you look around the other people, the other people who were in the voting behind him, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott, sure, big part yeah. of his team, but not the whole team. You know, really not. Yeah. Not, yeah. not in the same way as him. Christian right. McCaffrey. Yes, but there was other parts around him as well. Right. And McCaffrey got his word anyway. So, yeah, he's doing a lot with a considerable, with a lot less, Love I us. think. So even with the deck being right behind him, Dak is doing it with CeeDee Lamb, who was amongst, what, the leaders in the uh, receptions yeah. yards. Is here. So, yeah. One of the best receivers. One of the best in the league. He missed his number one target of the year has been Mark Andrew. He missed him for a few games. For, for the game. yeah. So his year, 3,670 yards passing for Lamar Jackson, 24 touchdowns, seven INTs, a passer rating of 102.7, which is very good. Second, yeah. second best in his career. Mm-hmm. And then throw on top of that of his legs, 821 yards rushing <laughs> for five touchdowns. Right. That's more than a lot of running uh, running backs get throughout yeah, all year. That's, absolutely. That's a huge number. All right, so we're in agreement on the overall MVP, mm-hmm. much deserved. I, you and I both thought they'd get past the Chiefs and be playing in the Super Bowl, but Chiefs magic. All right, on to the Offensive Player of the Year. Yes, Christian McCaffrey. I think, you know, just to shorten this, not shorten, but I think they got the vast majorities of these right. Actually, I think they got them all right pretty much. I just have a couple that I take. There's question. Oh, I have a little small question mark for the next one. We get to it in just yes, a second. Yes, me too. We'll, okay. get, we'll get to that in a second, though. But okay. I think you and I agree, McCaffrey. So I'll give you the numbers: 272 attempts rushing, 1,450 yards, 14 touchdowns. Yeah. And now 564 yards receiving and seven it's touchdowns. Yeah. That's very impressive. That's, yep. That's very very. And he he, ca- he I won't say carried, but he was the majority of that 49er offense. And everyone I know is a 49er fan around me. They said, why didn't they just give McCaffrey the ball more? It's not that simple. You can't just right. give him the ball every play <laughs> and say, okay, McCaffrey, go get me seven or eight yards. And he did play very hard. He ran very hard. He mm-hmm. played very hard in that game. And he still ended up with, what, a receiving touchdown and 140 Some yards. yards yeah. Like, yeah, he like he had so, a great game. So, yeah, they, they I mean. Did, I, I'm sticking to that for sure. I don't think there's much that differently that either of these teams could have really done. They both play near perfect games yeah. to me. So and, yeah. And it definitely could have gone either way. Right. It easily could have. Yeah. Just because it didn't go the Niners way, it, it could have. Yeah. All right, on to the next one. Defensive player of the year. Uh one Mr. Miles Garrett. We're both Cleveland fans this last year. We're mm-hmm. both fans of his. Yeah. Forty two total tackles, fourteen sacks, four forced fumbles, and one fumble recovery. Mm-hmm. Um this is the closest one for me, though. I'm going to talk about the people right behind him. Yeah. He won it over Micah Parsons. We all know what a monster he is for the Dallas Cowboys. Also had 14 sacks. Right. T.J. Watt, who is yeah. Pittsburgh's line pretty much, 19 sacks. Yeah. Yep. Was Miles Garrett the most deserved, do you think? 
So this was the one that I had on, well, one of two that I had on my list that there may be some contention about or some discussion around, and it was exactly with TJ Watt finishing and a couple areas ahead of um, Miles Garrett. But what I'll, I'll tell you what I think put Miles Garrett over the top hmm. was I think the role that he played in the third down stats for for the Browns. Yeah. So the Browns, they were the best in the league with third down percentage at 29.1%, basically. Yeah. So it's very hard to convert on them. Yeah. Third down. Yeah. And I think they allowed only 67 third down conversions on 230 attempts. So they were definitely that defense was completely moving the needle for the Browns yeah. all season. And I don't think you could say the same for the other the other guys in the category with them. And so I think that's what put him over the over the top. I will say something about just defenses. If you give any any NFL quarterback all the time in the world to sit back there, he will find somebody open. It'll, right. it'll it'll happen. Sure. So you need to be able to get at him quickly, which is what the Niners excel at. The Chiefs are pretty good at. The Browns are certainly very good at. He is the reason. Yeah. He's the reason. So if you don't have that time to sit back there, they will stop you, and it's happened over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So and in a tough division, I mean, they play Baltimore twice. They play Cincinnati twice. Yeah. You know, I mean, they play good teams. Yeah. So. Even Pittsburgh, who's, you know, their offense might not be the greatest thing in the world, but they play good teams, and then they played well. Um, I will say Micah Parsons has maybe a tiny bit more help in Dallas, and T.J. Watt has a little, maybe a little less help in Pittsburgh, maybe. Yeah. But that secondary is good. But, you know, in a very close race, I'm not going to argue that that he got it. But it was it was a close race. All right, on to the next one, which wasn't a close race at all for me. <laughs> no. The offensive rookie of the year. Very deserving, C.J. Stroud. I look forward to great things from him next year. He had an incredible year on what everybody thought could be a rebuilding year for the Texans, yeah. right? So, and they did the uh, double stack with Will Anderson Jr. Um, and I'm happy for them. They repeated what the Jets did a couple years ago, and they possessed both offensive and defensive rookie of the year yep. on that uh, one team. I think they got both of those things right. Um, set with the Defensive rookie of the year, I know the baby rhino, Jalen Carter, was probably up there again in that uh, category as well. I know that the Eagles came undone a little bit on the in the last leg of the season, but um, I'm guessing he would have been up there. But I think they got they got it right. Yeah, so Larson, for me, uh, no doubter. I was a fan all throughout the year in our league. I drafted him early on. Cedar shot 4,108 yards passing, 23 touchdowns, five INTs, and a blowout win over that Browns team we just talked about in the first round yeah. of the playoffs. Uh, yep. The other first round picks picked one ahead of him, Mr. Bryce Young. Uh, not much to work with in Carolina. We'll see, you know, the what two or three years yeah. what happens with him going forward. Then Anthony Richardson, who came out firing, but then got injured early on in the year with his style of play, his run hard and okay. stuff. And um, I think he got injured. Right. Week he four was or five. really early. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. He'll come back and then have another year, but he's a very talented young man as well. Yeah. But much deserved receiver shit. Okay. Defensive rookie there. We just talked about Will Anderson. So he was the third overall pick. So Cedar mm-hmm. Shaw was two. He was three. Right. So how nice is that to have and have your guys paid out? Uh, 45 tackles. Seven sacks. He did win over. We just talked about Jalen Carter, the baby rhino, Devin Witherspoon, who you and I are both fans well, of. I like a lot. Yeah, yeah, the Seattle cornerback. And then uh, one Joy Porter Jr., uh, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker, just like his daddy. Um, close-ish, but I think well-deserved. Jalen Carter had a great year, but just like you said, they're po- that defense yeah. something happened towards the end of the year where they started giving up big points and losing the teams they shouldn't have. 
Um, not totally his fault. That's not, this isn't a one-man right. game. To and a rookie, him. so. And, yeah. a, and a rookie. But he'll, he has a long career ahead of himself, and he's a very good pass rusher from his position. I think mm-hmm. he even had an interception return for a touchdown or fumble return yeah. for a touchdown uh, throughout the year. So a, a good year for, for Jalen Carter. We previewed him in the year, and good things for a while for him to come. On to the next one, which was ridiculously close. <laughs> right, like ridiculous. One, one vote close. Yes. All right, the coach of the year. Went this to, is my second one. Yeah. Went to Kevin <laughs> Stefanski, the coach of the Cleveland Browns, who yep. won it, again, by one vote over D'Amico Ryans of that same Texas team we were just talking about. The Browns okay. finished 11-6 despite injuries to both Nick Chubb and, was it, believe it or not, it was week two when Chubb went down. Mm-hmm. For me, he's a top five running back in football, easily. And then Deshaun Watson in week 11. So he overcame both those big things to, to still make the playoffs and then right. lose to those Texans in Texas uh, in the first round. What do you think about that one? So on this one, the number three was Dan Campbell, mm-hmm. who is my favorite. Did you see the margin, it. though? It was like 21 votes, 20 votes, three votes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I saw the I saw the margins with it, right? So it was actually what, – what I saw was Kevin Stefanski and D'Amico Ryans were – uh, they were tied, but in ter- I guess the way that it works is people have to give them their rankings yeah. of them. Like this person, this person, this person. And Kevin Stefanski ended up with 21 first place rankings mm. to uh, Ryan's is 20 first place rankings. And so that's, but then in terms of the number of votes over the hat, they have the same. So, but, um, and then Dan Campbell, I think is a very, is very, very, does he, his, I, who it's very difficult to get as far as he had as starting from the place that he was starting from the culture and the building, their kind of history of losing basically. And to turn that around within the time frame that he did, he got a little bit closer this year to coach of the year. He was last year, I think seventh. And so to move up into third place is a nice, a nice uh, stretch, but I definitely, I, I, I get it. You know, he did overcome a lot. Seven, Kevin Stefanski had a lot to contend with. He lot, like you said, no, um, uh, quarterback, um, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, yeah. and then very early Nick Chubb. Week two. And then, uh, and they still made a good run into the playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, six. yeah, they, they With really they they, their third it, so. string quarterback. Their second string guy was Dorian Thompson Robinson, who got right. quite as, as well. And they brought in off the couch Joe Flacco. So, I, it's very difficult to say, like, not deserving, but I, I think I still would have liked to see. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, yeah. Most people wrote Cleveland off. They were not a good team the year before. You and okay. I, on this show, very early on, back last summer, talked about Cleveland's going to have a run. And they had, they had their run. Yeah. So, and death. And then I think with the Texans, he de- also deserving. But the truth of the matter, though, is with C.J. Stroud being a rookie, mm-hmm. I, I get he was number two, Will Anderson Jr., number three. Sometimes you really – you get lucky. In what in the level of talent that kind of falls into he has your a life. pot of gold and a rainbow. You, Who knew right, the, the quarterback you, taken ahead of him had no, not even close to that kind of year. Not even close. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, a big chunk of that of uh, what is the hand you're dealt. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. and in his case, I think um, as opposed to like Dan Campbell having to go in and kind of build that thing from yeah. the ground up, he kind of it fell into his lap a bit. Yeah. This and granted, he didn't fumble it and screw it up, he did a great job with it, right. but still. So, and I think I would have put 
Dan Campbell. Ahead of both of these guys. Ahead of both of them, yeah. I give it to Stefanski. He came, came a lot. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, yeah, and built a really good defense there. Okay, yeah. so last one is comeback player of the year with Browns again. Joe Flacco, 39-year-old Joe Flacco. Four and one down the stretch to help the Browns clinch their third playoff berth in the only last 25 years, three and 25 years, not yes. very much. Five regular season games at 1,616 yards passing, 13 TDs, and eight INTs. No, this guy deserves it. Yeah. I think that was awesome. Yeah. Yep. It was great to see. I, and all of the, discuss, the discussion around him wanting to play for the Jets, mm-hmm. sent him away, yeah. landed at the Browns, had a great, made a great run. I like it. I totally agree. The organization, Stavansky and the Browns leadership, said they'd like to have him back. Of course, their guys, Deshaun Watson, they paid him of all course. that money and stuff. But they'd like to have him back on the team. Uh, four years old could happen. Those are the four year olds floating mm-hmm. around. One Aaron Rodgers and stuff. So. <laughs> It's uh, it's possible he showed he could play at a high level. Yeah. So, and bringing on next year is always a need for a quarterback. Okay, and just like that, the NFL season officially comes to an end. But it's never too early to start throwing some names around when it comes to who's going to do what next season. Shall we make some early predictions? We shall, based on what we saw <laughs> this year. What do you say? So we'll start with the All division right. winners for next year. We'll start with the American Football Conference. Yes. And the East. Who do you like? Jets. Bills. Aaron Rodgers. Jets. Jets. I'm going to go Bills one more time, even though I think they're on nope. the wrong. That, right. that window's slamming shut. Okay, go ahead. NFC North. North. Bengals. Same. All right. South. Texans. Same. And West. Chiefs. Same. Yeah. Okay. NFC. National. Right, so got one difference. All right, let's go. East. East. I got uh, the Eagles. Cowboys. <laughs> okay. North. Uh, Packers. This was the hardest one for me. I took the Lions Looks again, hard. but I mm-hmm. went both between the Vikings. Mm. Yeah, I so. like the Packers. I, I like what I saw out of one Jordan Love. I draft regularly in two fantasy leagues, ours being one of them. And if Jordan Love is available in the third or fourth round, I'd be seriously considering him okay. as my second quarterback. Mm-hmm. All right, so the South, NFC South. I said Bucks. Same. I, I went back and forth in New Orleans for a few minutes, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Bucks. Mm-hmm. And then the West, I think that's a pretty straightforward one. Yeah, Niners. Niners again. Yep. Okay, so conference okay. champs. Who's going to win the conferences? Who's going to win the AFC? It's going to be Texans, Chiefs. I say Chiefs. Chiefs. I so I put Bengals, Chiefs, and Bengals. Okay. Okay. NFC. I'm saying uh, Packers, Eagles, and I said Eagles. Interesting. I think they're going. I I think they're a competitive, proud team, and they're going to get what they need fixed. Fixed, and we'll see them. Next year. Wow. All right. I took a little bit of homer pick. I took the Niners, the Niners over the Eagles. Eagles getting back to some glory. Mm-hmm. And the Niners in the Super Bowl for third time in five years. So you think another Chiefs Niners Super Bowl next year? Bengals. Oh, no. You said Bengals? You Bengals. think the Bengals are going to? Okay. Bang, wow. Bengals, Niners, and then the Super Bowl winner is? For me, I'm saying Chiefs. I said Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs. Okay. So I'm going to go Niners to win the Super Bowl. However, I'm going to make a caveat here and we'll discuss this as, as time goes by. Okay. For me, the NFL, the way I bet, the way I do everything, the way I do this pot, everything, it's based on injuries. Mm-hmm. People get hurt. A single player can yeah. get hurt and change your entire – you lose a starting Absolutely. quarterback, you know, and that's it's a like you lose a Nick Chubb. It's a right. huge thing. So, But for now, and I'll make an official – we'll call this a very, very early one. I'll make an yes. official one before the season. When we're doing <laughs> okay. a show, when we're doing our early, early show in like right. August, or something like that, early September, mm-hmm. then I'll make a, a solid we'll company one. All right. But for now, this is the, the way looking out. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, we'll have to wait a little bit to see if we're on target and how that all shakes out, as you said. But 
you never know. It's uh, never too early to start prepping for the next fantasy season. And so the next time we talk to you guys, we're going to kick that off and go into some deep dives in each division. And I think our first up division will be the AFC West, right? Yes. We'll start with the uh, reigning champs, the uh, Chiefs, and see what changes they might make, how they're looking with it performance was and the same for the Broncos Raiders Chargers we'll go through that division and um hopefully help everybody get geared up and ready for next fantasy season nice and see what everybody's dive doing to stuff and yeah. where we're going and what those teams are doing absolutely awesome all right guys I think that'll do it for this week please to come back and hang out with us again in two weeks time I think yes. we're getting pretty good at this. It was a fantastic first season working with your partner. You as well. This was so awesome. It was fun. All right. So here we go. To close us out, where to find yes. us? You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Remember to like, follow, rate, and review us on any of those platforms. Those reviews are important. Not only to help us get better, but the more you guys rate and review, the faster we move up in the podcasting charts. And you guys know we want that. Don't forget to follow us on the Instagram at the Aired Out Network. You can support this podcast link in the show description. Thanks again for listening and all the support. Signing off. This is the Aired Out Fantasy Football League podcast. Talk to you guys next time. All right. See you. Bye. Bye.